Um, ladies and gentlemen, you are not listening to Law and Order, the podcast. It's the beta report. And while the rest of these guys finish their cookies. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 22 <laughs> of the beta report. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jeff, and we got Uno. I'm eating my cookie now. Uh, that's your turn. We got Jay. What up? <laughs> we got Big Lou. Yo, yo. <laughs> what you really? <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to present okay, our okay. special guest for our special, I don't want to say law and order episode, but a special law episode, I guess, right? We don't want to take that that name for it. But uh, we have with us the Honorable Judge John Hernandez with us today. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you for having me, gentlemen. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you very much for, for coming here. Thank you for the cookies, by the way. Yeah. Well, yeah, well the gentleman, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt from all the episodes I've heard. Ah, so. see, benefit <laughs> of the doubt. I'll, I'll make see. a final decision at the end of this. Oh, 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 oh watch out. And thank you very much for tuning into the beta report. <laughs> right? Is this and thank our you. last episode? No, it's not. Well, oh. it might be, depending on what uh, Judge Hernandez's uh, decision is at the end of the show. No, I'm disappointed. I show up here. I was expecting to see a lot of pepino munching. I was expecting to see. There's <laughs> a lot of things that I, I had high expectations, and you know, at least I'm glad I brought cookies. You know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thank you very much for the uh, girls' cookies. Those are better than pepinos. Samoas are good. I love them. Right? Maybe I shouldn't be eating while we're doing the show right now. Here, give me them. I'll eat them. No, you. I just want to apologize to everyone well, who's listening while we eat. <laughs> it was my fault. I should have I should have told you the cookies were after, for after, after the show. The show yeah. See, Judge Hernandez is already starting out wrong. What's happening? Just kidding. So we have a really uh, special show. Obviously, you guys heard uh, Mr. Uh, Judge. Did we call you your your honor? Is that what you want us to call you? Or? Uh, preferably, that's what my family calls me. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your honor. Since you guys are lower on the totem pole, uh, I'm gonna, let's just keep it at your honor. Don't okay, forget okay. your place. <laughs> so we got the uh, Honorable Judge Hernandez here today. So we have a obviously a special show today. We're going to be talking about our favorite courtroom dramas. He's going to obviously going to give us what his uh, favorite is and pretty much overrule all of us. Um, favorite Objection. Okay, not yet. Hold on. Uh-huh. Movies and TV, and uh, we're gonna have the first ever beta court. Beta gonna, court. Yes, because we're nice. gonna put somebody on trial. John, John. So before we start, we wanted to ask uh, your honor uh, a little story and see what you, what would you find. Full in, bow in, down when you ask. Jeez, <laughs> did you hear the man? No, he didn't say to bow down. He just said oh, we have to call him your it. honor. <laughs> to call him your honor. Um, a little story uh, about what uh, Louis did in his younger days and, and what would he be guilty of? So I, I don't know. Uno, do you want to tell that story? I'll tell that what story, I but I need, I'll tell that story, but I want Louis to correct me because I can't make assumptions over what I can't make assumptions for him. Louis, you need to correct me when I'm wrong, okay? Okay. And then I'll ask you questions just cause for, to figure it out. Okay, so the story is... And then I'll lead in with the cross-examination. Yeah. No, I wasn't uh, naked. <laughs> what? I had my clothes on. Actually, Louis, that's a good... That's, that's a, a good, good way to enter this conversation. To, yeah. to start. To start. Yeah. So you decided 
to steal the family car. Why did you decide to steal the family car, dude? <laughs> Let's set the scene, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Dude, all, it all we have so it all revolves around food, right? <laughs> yes, it always does. In fact, that's how we started out. But tell them how old are you when, when this happened? Yeah, how old are you? You were with me one time, right, Jay? Well, yeah, not not the first time, <laughs> or maybe it was the first time, and you no, went no, after me. Time. No, I went. I don't know. I was probably like a sophomore in high school. No, no way, yeah, dude. dude. No way. Yeah. Younger. When we went, dude, when we went oh, to get the cookies then. food. Oh. Yeah, dude. We were like 12 or something. Yeah, or even younger, probably. Young. I don't... I, honestly... Why don't you tell that story? The one that you, that you didn't get caught yet until, and then the one you got caught. Well, my... I mean, they're... Didn't have to be a judge because my brother put a beating on me. <laughs> That's the one we want to hear. <laughs> Tell that story. So I think he took justice into his own hand, right? Which is vigilante actually, justice. Actually, which yes. is illegal in our country, so he should have been punished. <laughs> So his name's Danny Ari or Daniel Ariaza. I'll tell you. I'll give you his address. <laughs> I, I have I have Highway Patrol on call right now. <laughs> I think the uh, statute of limitations might have run on that one by now. But um, continue with your story, please. Okay, it was same same thing. I mean, I didn't have a license, so I went out. I mean, either way, I was I didn't have a license. I couldn't reach the pedal because you were ten years old. Continue. Yeah. I mean, it was all around food. So one of the times I went to Jack in the Box just to go get food. <laughs> Another time I think it was to go get cookies. I think that's the time Jay remembers. <laughs> Hold on. What I want to know is when you went to Jack in the Box, did you did you go through the drive-thru or did you actually get out? Because I'm imagining this 10-year-old rolling up through the drive-thru. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, what does Maria say? Does Maria say, fault, right? who the hell is this in the drive-thru? Yeah. So it would have been the person at Jack in the Box. It would have been their fault because they should have called the police. So wait, did you go to the drive-thru? Honestly, I don't remember. I don't remember if I did. I probably did. Because you didn't, didn't I mean, want. To, I was already. I already had a receding like, hairline. It so. already. Like it. So it probably was believable that I was like maybe twenty, and I was kind of hairy at that time too. No. <laughs> where Where was this? Where did you live when this happened? In Whittier. So the which Jack in the Box, the one on Whittier Boulevard? It was probably uh, Your Honor. Your Honor, he he pleads the fifth on that one. I don't think we're going to continue was, with yeah, this line no, of questioning. I think it was going off of Washington, by kind of like close to Pioneer High School. But yeah, I mean, by the end of this episode, that place is going to be shut down. <laughs> I know, dude. <laughs> it it's going to be raided. <laughs> no, dude. I mean, I don't honestly. I don't even remember the cookies one. I thought it was. I thought. I mean, I took the car out so many times. My brother caught me once. He beat the he beat me up. Didn't he call the cops on that one? He called the cops on that one. Did the cops show up? No, no, no. So he had just called him, and I was coming down. So I was coming down the street, <laughs> and my friends at the my friends across the street, they were like flagging me down, like "Don't come home, just keep driving." And so I parked. I'm like, "What are they doing?" And I see my brother come out of the house, and I'm like, "Oh shoot!" And so he got me out of the car, freaking threw me against the garage. Threw me like kicked me inside the house and like this big watch on like stainless <laughs> stainless steel watch on and he was standing maybe from like here what's that from here to that door over there what's that maybe About ten like, feet like 12, ten feet yeah 10, 15 feet and he just chugged it I think he was calling the cops and telling them like oh no I found him or because he called the car stolen that's what it was and that they had kidnapped me. <laughs> So they kidnapped you, rolled you to Jack in the Box, yeah, and then brought you back. Tacos, ninety nine cent tacos. Um, There was like a whole Stockholm syndrome thing going on. Where I see, dude. And then, 
So and then my brother, like from that distance, he chugged like this huge stainless steel watch <laughs> at my head, but he didn't hit me. Thank God. <laughs> I mean, it would have been worse, or yeah, it would have been worse. But I saw this big old hole he made, like in the in the, the drywall wall. behind me. I was like, oh my gosh! But I didn't break any laws, did I? <laughs> Here we go. Here's a judgment. Here's what hey, please, wants uh, to hear. Please uh, yeah, answer this question and tell us. I broke because I don't think I broke any. Uh, yeah, you, you should stop thinking, first of all, <laughs> because uh, there's quite a few laws there that probably were broken, you know, but it depends. It depends where you left alone. And, and, you know, there's reasonable defenses to what you were doing. You were how old? 11, 12? Yeah, I was 21. 12. <laughs> yeah. Just we'll go, last we'll go with 12. <laughs> last week, you know, they left you home alone without food. Yeah, I mean. You know, you were starving. I could tell that you don't get enough to eat. Not, yeah, 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 that's yeah. it. Yeah. I mean that that's my that was my defense and right. I was thinking about that too. I was like if my brother hits me I'm going to I'm going to put my <laughs> this is this is my question is really this cuz this will really tell us what kind of person you are. And this this would be determinative I'm a great in, in my decision. Judge. I believe you. <laughs> but listen honor. to this. Your honor. Here. Was the food eaten before you got home? Oh, Had yeah. the evidence. Yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah, I mean, the I evidence, that. It's the evidence was destroyed. <laughs> Is that breaking another law? I was eating <laughs> and driving. There you go. So not, he barely rolled so out he, of the drive thru. So he, he was already so done with the food. Dude, I was considering the going back to the drive thru again yeah. for seconds. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't reach the pedals. He could barely see over the car. And he oh, ate dude. while driving. Yeah, I think there's a, quite a few things there that could have ended there's up in There's actually another time, too, where I took a buddy's car, and I was coming around the street, and, like, the car just... It was an old, old truck, and it's just almost, like, fishtailed. Well, it did fishtail, and I almost hit a car, but... Did your buddy know you were taking his car? He was with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that implied consent. You know, you were both in on it, so... Yeah, so he implied it. He consented it. <laughs> he's, uh, he's in trouble. Too. He implied it and he consented. Oh, that's good. I'm gonna. I'm, you know, next time I hear that, I'll say. Next time, yeah, you that's the Louis defense. defense. The Louis defense. You yeah. Just say, yeah, just yeah, say. It's like the tw- it's like the Twinkie defense. You know, it'll be the there Louis defense. Dude, call this one the Jack in the Box. The defense. Jack in the Box drive through defense. Yeah. I okay, I can go with that one. Absolutely. And it should be coded. I think Louis defense better. Yeah. It should be coded like section 11.12 because we didn't know if I was 11 or 12 years old. <laughs> <laughs> How are you this creative, dude? Dude, I don't know. I think I've been listening to too many trial podcasts. Could oh, that's right. I'm close to being a lawyer just from listening to podcasts. <laughs> you're just one, you're just one more podcast away. I can, dude, I am. They have that on the actual application now. How many podcasts have you listened yeah. to? Nice. That's sweet, dude. Yeah. You're almost there. I'll dude. pass all that. There you go, man. So, so Louis mm-hmm. guilty of what? Uh, well, joyriding. Not really anything. Joyriding. Joy- I mean, I was starving. I was left alone. Yeah. Joyriding. Okay, sorry, sorry. Uh, joyriding. That's pretty much it. Uh, there's, there's nothing to ex- nothing to excite. Your brother, on the other hand. There you oh, go. Oh, that's what I want to hear. Your brother, on the other hand, you know. Yeah, there's assault. And there sounds like battery. Assault distru- to a minor, right? Destruction was- of property. Yeah. Dang. You know? so Danny's the one that's in trouble. And your parents, you know, there could be child negligence. Hey, dude. Dang. Them leaving them you them. alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to roll them up right now. <laughs> 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 yes. Yes. 
So like the running joke, you guys didn't hear because Jay wasn't on the mic, but Jay said somehow it's going to be your fault. So like growing up, Jay, Louie, and, and myself, like we were just a, a trio of trouble. And anytime these two did something, I was the one who ended up getting in trouble because people just assume I was the eldest because I was Cause the you're taller. Because you are the oldest. <laughs> yeah, so but by, by like by a couple months. By like five minutes. Before you still anyway. older than me. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Judge. I try. And we appreciate your legal expertise in these. So that I've way. I've thinking about that for like the past well, that way plus years. You can start telling Emma not to be, you know, teach yeah, her right. Like, not have I won't neglect her. I'll make sure she's. I'll make, I'll make sure, sure when you leave her alone, she's got food. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> she yeah, dude. I probably did have food, but I just wanted to eat out. And go, I wanted to go for a joyride. Yep. And I wanted cookies. I think that was it the most. I, I think it was really the 99 cent tacos. Right? I mean, how do you refuse that? Heck yeah. There's crack in those things. So, uh, Your Honor, since we have you uh, on the show, we did want to ask you just a couple of questions of, of what you do, what you like best about your your job, and you know what, uh, um, you know, just some really, I think, some hard hitting questions. Um, and I'll I'll start off by asking you, because um, yeah, you know, we see on TV, you know, judges wear robes, right? So, are they actually wearing something under those robes? You know, believe it or not, per our union contract, specifically specify we must wear articles of clothing underneath the robe. Dang, dude. I, I initially, that's, in all honesty, I thought that was a joke until I read my memorandum of all of our union rules, and there's one section that specifies exactly what men are supposed to wear and what women are supposed to wear underneath their robes at all time, which leads me to believe that the reason it was put in there is because Somebody probably was doing something <laughs> that they shouldn't have been doing. You can see, that's why, yeah. that's, and now, that's and, a, now, and now they have to actually write it down for us. If Uno was a judge, they would write that after him because he'd be there every day just like, man, this robe is so noisy. Let me try to take it off really quick. <laughs> and he'd just be like just staring at his bicep every day yeah. and just making people feel uncomfortable. Those robes aren't cheap either. They're expensive. So what are they so made it out says, of? It says articles of clothing, right? Yes. So you could technically show up in like one sock, a kilt. No, it says specifically, it says just man, like white chonies. Man must you gotta wear, wear white chonies. And a, oh, no. a dress shirt and a tie at all what? times. A tie? Does it say where to wear the tie? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna get assault, verbal assault. You're gonna go to jail. No, there's a lot of rules about um, judicial demeanor and uh, how we present ourselves to the public. You know, people have to respect us. Oh, really? Well, they sh- they should respect they should. us. <laughs> <laughs> You've met Louis, right? You live the uh, big Louis, right? They should respect us. Yes, <laughs> I respect the law, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he showed us that at the beginning of the show. I'd be scared. <laughs> do you guys have questions? So yes, he does have to wear clothes. So wait, yes, I do have said, to wear clothes. You said your robes are expensive. What makes them expensive? Are they designer robes? Are they are they Versace robes? Yeah, they're Versace robes. No, the material. Well, I don't know. They're just uh, when you when you look at the when you select the robes, um, some materials breathe easier than others basically they can cost you between 300 to a thousand dollars for a robe if you Wait. want if you want pockets for your glasses or pockets for your hands so is there like a judge store or something or what? there's a website that they they give us various websites to choose from that that's their thing robes 
Now, do you pay it for yourself or does the state pay? It? Or no, we pay for our own robes. Oh, really? In our in our in our division, we pay for our own robes. I don't know what the other ones do. Can Mostly. we ask what division is that? The Workers' Compensation Appeals Board. Interesting, interesting. You don't want to wear somebody how long else's have you robe. Been, how long have you been a judge? I've been a judge since March of 2012. So going so on four years. Four years. Yeah. Snap. So do you like it? I love it. It's the best job I've ever had. What do you love about being a judge? I love the hours. What are the hours? Pretty much regular business hours. Regular business hours. We're open 8.30 to 5. There's a lunch break in between. And uh, we start at 8.30, and we're, we're done at 5, sometimes a little earlier. Do you guys work weekends? We don't work weekends. And when we're off at 5 o'clock, we're off. Hey, guys, there, are, there, aren't any, there aren't any judging podcasts where you can't jump to just be a judge just from listening to a podcast. <laughs> but he, <laughs> he said was, it was, he was about to ask me for openings. Are there any yeah. openings? Can yeah. I apply? Okay. Yeah, I'm almost, I'm almost done. No, he's like, I'm almost done with the serial podcast. I'm almost done. Can I go? No, no. I got a, two actually. It's a great job. It, going, it's a, you know, for, for lawyers, for, you know, you've been a lawyer for a while. It's the, it's the progression up uh, instead of arguing cases, deciding cases, and making a decision. And, you know, there's always a happy person and an unhappy person, but that's part of the job. Well said. Screw them. So when you watch like, Judge Judy, do you take notes? I do. Judge Judy is an amazing uh, dispute um, uh, resolutionist. You know, She really knows what's going on. I wish I got paid what Judge Judy got paid. She's, everybody she, she gets paid like $60 million a year, I hear. Dude, yep. she's got her you own know. jet. Yeah, she's, she's, uh, she's rolling in the bank making her decisions. And she, I heard she... You see what I'm saying? Okay, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you saw that, right? I did, did see, see that. that. I did see that. Just Uno, evidence. Uno that. just took a selfie of himself. I, I was like, wow, he's so enthralled with our uh, conversation. He's over there Judge, taking, I uh, present to you exhibit A <laughs> of... Judge. I got a counter-argument right here. Yeah, see, I got Jay's see. picture. <laughs> I got the podcast up there. There you go. Got, a, got an advertisement for us. Yeah, that's true. Got a picture of Louie. Picture of myself. <laughs> it's only right. <laughs> well, he is promoting the show, it seems like it, right? Whoa, I don't God. know about that. <laughs> Dang, dude, I was about to ask you another series of questions. Um, so were you... This wasn't my question, but are you... Um, when you di- when you practice a law as like a lawyer... <laughs> as opposed to, as, as opposed, opposed to. So, what's the difference between? Like a okay. No, no, no. What's, what's the difference between a lawyer and an attorney? There's no difference. Just two different words. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, I got questions. Why do you guys laugh? You. I don't know. Sorry. No, that's a legitimate no, no, question. That is a legitimate that's a question. Legitimate question. question. Shut up. People always ask that. People. No. Some people say you're you're a lawyer when you graduate from law school and not an attorney until you pass the bar. I've heard that, but there really is no difference. You know, there's different words. Counselor, lawyer, attorney, barrister. They all mean the same thing. Yeah, see? I'm not in your guys' field. Jerk. No, well, you okay, just so can't. You have to stop writing Esquire after your name, fool. Like, you can't do that until after you listen to the last podcast. What? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Continue, Judge. Okay, okay. I, I actually have, like, a question that might be interesting to our listeners. Um, have you uh, ever seen a, a movie uh-huh. <laughs> where... I have seen many movies. We, yeah, but where, like, the villain... Gets away with the end, and you're like, dang, as a judge, he totally could have gotten away with that. Hmm. Well, percolate on that. 
Hercules, like a, like a cup of coffee, let me think. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's always things that you see that people, even in real life, there's things that people, quote unquote, have gotten away with. Yeah. Um, but it depends. I mean, we're, we're, you're talking about criminal law, right? I right. Mean, you're talking about somebody, I was a public defender for many years, and you know, the, the, the issue isn't whether somebody did it or didn't do it uh, for, for a defense attorney. The issue is... Can you prove it? No. When you, when you defend a person that's accused of a crime, it's an allegation. That's all it is. And the only thing that you're doing as a defense attorney is making sure that that particular person's constitutional rights, your, their right to a vigorous defense, their right to cross-examination, their right to confront witnesses, that all of their rights are being upheld and met so that if they do go to prison, that it was all of their rights were asserted. That's all that you're making sure. And so if, if the government violates one of those rights, and that happens to be the reason somebody doesn't get convicted, even though they quote-unquote did it, then that's not your problem. That was the government who messed up, not that they had a great defense attorney. So the two things I always tell, tell people, when I was a, a baby public defender, that my boss called me in and said, there was only two things I needed to know to do my job. One, one person's technicality is another person's constitutional right to due process. And two, your criminal clients are not your clients because they're smart. Because <laughs> you know? mm. so, if they were smart, they wouldn't have been caught to begin with. Right. <laughs> so it makes sense. That's all you have to. That's all. That's all you concern yourself about. You know. Got it. Whether they did, whether they did, it, whether they did it or didn't do it, I, you can't dwell on that. I think. So I think with that that. Uh, what would you call it? That dissertation you just gave right now? You just made Louis uh, an attorney. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm signing up right now. Did you take notes? I'm signing up online right now, uh, dude. There you go. Facebook, it says... So, like, dog, what he's saying, dog, is, like, if, like, the police don't treat you right, you can get away with it, dog. Okay. Yeah. Is that Michael Peña? Michael Peña's an attorney? Hey, it's, it's hard to be police, man. They have a, to follow a lot of rules. So, with that said, are you watching Making a Murder? Netflix is making a murder. I started watching it. Uh, I a turn a friend turned me on to it. I started watching it. It seems pretty intense, but uh, I haven't really got through it to make a decision as to how I feel about it. Uh, but I did listen to the serial podcast, and I know that that turned Ooh. me on to it. So it's they're very similar in that uh, the serial podcast is you know obviously about one man uh, Adnan Saeed and whether he's innocent or, or guilty through the whole story and some discrepancies that and some maybe even some uh, uh, negligence from the his defense attorney and that first trial is what they're saying you know it's what they're claiming um, and then in making a murder it's more of the not even the negligence but the outright almost um, what you call it um, like framing framing or deceiving yeah or deceiving you know deceiving from the prosecution and the police department there. Don't so it's very interesting it would, it would you know maybe next time whenever you're done watching it we'll bring you back I'll give you your opinion about what do you think about the whole you know 10 episodes of making a murder here's here's my my opinion on those shows regardless from a perspective of a of a viewer and a person who likes to be entertained it's entertaining because you can always say wow look at that and and they did this and they didn't do that if i'm looking at it from a perspective of an attorney and as a judge i always have to say well this is their side the producer's side of of how they decided yeah. to present the story until I see how the prosecution presented their story, I have I really don't know. And so it, it's a little like a, what what do they call it? Like a, you know, 
second guessing or, or, or Monday night quarterbacking. It's the same difference. You really don't know. It's entertaining, and I take it at entertainment value. Would I think that any of of that, would I second guess what a jury did or what they did? People who actually sat through it and heard it all firsthand, that's a whole different story. And it's interesting that you bring that point up, excuse me, because, you know, you know, making a murderer is all the craze right now. It's, it's the buzz right now. Everybody's talking about that show. It's, it's, it gets to the point where it's infuriating because of the stuff that goes on. But it's interesting because after the show came out, um, and, and just recently, maybe about a, two weeks ago, they brought an article of the stuff that the producers of the show did not include in the show. And it's funny you just brought that up because that, that is a um, an issue with the show. We're saying, hey, but they didn't bring up these other stuff that, that was left out of the show, which kind of paints Stephen Avery, which is the main right. person in that story of making a murder, almost like he is guilty. So now the question is, did they help the case along to get a conviction Rather than just letting the, the evidence speak for itself and letting the jury look at it. You know, at the, so end that's of, at the end of the day, you guys, we have to trust the system. We have to trust the system is going to work, that the, the people who have been elected, the, the prosecutors, the people who are doing the defense, the judges are being honest and that the outcome is an honest outcome. And if it's not, that's why we have an appellate system and that those people haven't been, you know, bought or or somehow influenced influenced by, by by other facts that's why as judges we know we can't give opinions on these things we're sometimes we're out of the loop mainstream a lot because we don't want to be influenced and we want to be able to look at something firsthand everybody's going to have an opinion um right now i'm really looking forward to the tv oj simpson movie it's coming out in oh we did, Soon, we right? did, we, in our, if you, I don't know if you listened to one yeah. of our past episodes, we did put that as one of the things to watch out for this yeah. year, is that, that I'm looks looking very forward to that, it looks Dude, very interesting. Not, so it's not on, um, you said it was on Fox, it's on FX. It's yeah. FX, it's yeah, FX, yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and I'm, I'm, it's going to be interesting to see how they present that. Is that going to be a, a pro O.J. Simpson, or is that going to be a pro, uh, you know, who, who is the bad guy in that, I can't tell. Um, I wanted to say, like, because you said, you pointed out right now, trust the system, and I think Louie could back me up on this. So recently, and I recommend this to you, I think you'll appreciate it. Uh, recently, I saw a documentary that's on Netflix, and I want to recommend it to our listeners, called Cartel Land. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah that was good. So Cartel Land is like this move, this documentary that takes place in Mexico, and it like pretty much follows the story of like how civilians form a militia. Long story short, I don't want to kind of straight too much long story short is like you kind of see firsthand like the corruption of mexico um because this takes place in mexico of how some of this armed militia becomes like hero slash villain you know and it's like it's sad dude to see like you know i know for me like the emotional story for me it's like oh man i feel hopeful this is great that good people are doing this like noble yeah. thing and then at <laughs> the end you're like oh man that sucks yeah. how did you feel same thing i was like this guy started the on the like doing the right thing, but it turned into basically what they were fighting against. And so, yeah, I was just like, dude, like I, I felt bad for the guy. I mean, I felt fear for the like I was scared for him because I mean, they knew his family. They knew him. They it was just crazy, like how it ended. I didn't picture it ending that way. Yeah, um, but it's it's and it is fascinating. It makes you appreciate it, our, our system. It does oh, make yeah. you appreciate oh, our system. Yeah. It is fascinating because if you think about, I mean, we all know we sit here and we can second guess and whether it's 
Central America or Mexico or South America, we hear about the corruption and, and, and the amount of influence that money can bring into the courts, into the justice system. And to say that doesn't happen in America, I mean, we have uh, the influenza, oh, affluenza kid, right, uh, in Texas, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. who killed all those kids in the drunk driving thing, but got his sentence suspended because he was too rich to understand the consequences of what he had done. Whether that's an influence or not, I don't know. I didn't hear the case. But I think for the most part, the system that we have here, although it can be jaded, and I understand that there's been some uh, inequality of justice of how certain crimes have been prosecuted. I mean, how a person, for example, uh, who gets busted for crack gets more time than a person who gets busted for cocaine because that becomes a class system. That becomes how much money one is over the other. And we know that statistically, and we're trying to reform that in our justice system. But for the most part... You know, it's. It, I think it works. It works I, better I, than anywhere else. I have. I have. I just really quick, really quick. So you mentioned. You mentioned cereal. I just want to get this out of my head before I forget. <laughs> not this. <laughs> Shut up, no, 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 no. not cereal. Fruit Loops. <laughs> Did I well, make you I just hungry? Wanted to say, Is no, that no, what no, happened? Got, I made. Is it time for on, a food break? I just wanted to. Yeah. Right. I got to close the circle, dude. Go back to food. I just <laughs> wanted to point out that I'm. I'm so glad that. Um, that Judge Hernandez's IQ points don't go down when he's around us, but we get actually smarter when he's here with us. When he's explaining the law to him, I'm like, wow, it's so clear to me. I understand so much, but go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, to follow up on Serial, so they have, now they have a podcast called Undisclosed? Yes. Okay, cool. So you know about it. I know it. it. I'm listening I, to it. It's now. crazy. Like, those just, I'm watching, uh, so I'm, I listened to Serial, I'm going to Undisclosed, and then I was watching Making a Murder, I was watching it last night actually, and it's just like these two cases, I don't know what happens to Stephen Avery, so I mean, yeah. These in two ser- cases, in ser- here's the thing, like, and you guys have all listened to Serial, right? I, yes. Everybody here has listened to Serial. Yes. So, you haven't? No, but but, but you watched Ant-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because I, I know that there's always something here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. Hey, we all, saw, we all listen to Serial together, huh? So here's the thing about Serial. <laughs> yeah, shut up. No, yes. I told you guys months ahead ago, dude. Here, no one listens to Oh, my to gosh. Me. This guy. No, you didn't. Here's Jeff the thing. Listen. Up. Pay attention. Yes, We're, sir. Yes, sir. I'm here. <laughs> honest speaking. The judge is speaking, okay? <laughs> no. The one thing that I will point out in that, in that whole podcast, the one thing that had me raising my eyebrow and going... Um, I'm not quite sure about that and see if, see if you guys feel the same way is the fact or at least the alleged fact because I haven't heard it anybody denied that the prosecutor in that case hired the attorney for Jay to go to court with him to defend Jay. Yes. Yeah. That yes. was the that thing. Was the, that, that was, that was the flag. one turning point for me when I, when I listened to that and I said, what? What the pro- Hold on. One of your possible main suspects gets their defense attorney hired and paid for somehow by the prosecutor in the case. And that when raised my eyebrow. When I tell you guys, I told you guys there was something up with Jay and the no, whole thing. And then he Not just, this Jay right here. But he just did it. Like, what did he I just, do? That guy Jay, he just did an interview last year with, it's a magazine called The Intercept, or I don't know if it's a magazine, but something called The Intercept where the person interviewing him was hired by either the prosecutor or his attorney. They all have like a relationship. And so now Jay's changing his story to where um, supposedly the body was buried closer to midnight. And I'm like, what the heck? Did, why did they even convict him 
if it's so if it's so like just muddied or whatever like it's just so gray you can't there, there's no yeah it's just crazy yeah. man and we could have a whole show just about that and discussing that whole thing but we leave it at, we'll leave it at that but we do um the beta board does recommend highly you guys listen to the serial podcast after you listen to the beta report, absolutely. Go ahead and listen to the serial podcast. There's, there's better good. commentary on the beta report. I, I can tell you that much. Yeah, there you go. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, serial. So, so crap, listen to the serial <laughs> podcast. We're better. Serial <laughs> <laughs> um, and also yeah. and also watch um, Making a Murder on Netflix. They're really good shows, and uh, it's it's really. Um, Intriguing, uh, all the stuff that goes on, really. But let's move to the next segment. We wanted to talk about really quick about what you know. You're talking about court TV, and I mean, actually, court uh, issues, and and maybe even law, drama. and people stealing cars. Court TV, and what what are the, the our favorites? Because um, we're going to go on to movies as well, and then we'll ask Judge Hernandez what is his favorite TV show that has to deal with with uh, law and and order. Um, So obviously we're going to have to start off with the TV show we like is, of course, Law and Order. Um, And it's so good the way it, yeah, thank you. The way it does it, the way it just puts together um, the the always, the way they, 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 they capture the investigation when they capture and then the law portion of the second half of the show. And and obviously there were the there was it was um LA Law is another one, right? Was that the one that kind of started the uh the whole thing about shows like that? I, I don't remember. I mean LA, LA Law was I was a kid LA Law. I didn't really yeah, so was, I, I just remember Jimmy Smith was in that. Right, I know. Yeah. But I think Law and Order was the one that really kind of yeah, broke that in. was the whole Half cop detective and then half courtroom, right? The closing the circle, right? And so we had Law and Order SVU, Law and Order SUV, SUV, <laughs> Criminal Intent, OMG, XOXOXO, OMG. XO, XO. Law and Order OBGYN. <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet. Law and Order LOL, <laughs> right? We had Law and Order Los Angeles. I like that one. But it oh, yeah, like, it didn't last, huh? No, it was like, what's his name from Empire was in it? Um, yeah, Cuba Gooding Jr. No, no. Terrence Howard. <laughs> Howard. Terrence Howard. Michael B. Yeah. Jordan. <laughs> Terrence Howard. Denzel Washington. Michael B. No. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Denzel Washington. I never thought much of Andy when I first met him. <laughs> yeah, Shawshank. Uh, I Terrence, like it. Wasn't it, wasn't it uh, Terrence Howard? Terrence Howard. That's what he said. That's what. Oh, is that what you said? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. Listen, man. Sorry, man. Listen, man. I said Mr. Robot first. So what else is another? I did. For the record, I oh recommended Mr. Robot and Serial. So you guys could no, definitely. Serial? Wait. No one listens Cereal, to me. Jeff brought it up, too, though, because he brought it off off air. You, oh, I want to get it official. I'll put it on air. <laughs> so uh, uh, let's keep going. About? Okay. <laughs> let's All keep right. going down yeah. the countdown. I mean, my so so we highly recommend you guys go ahead and watch Law and Order. You can find it on Netflix. Uh, most streaming shows you can there's find. Like, there's like 50 seasons of that. I know there's a lot. It's, it's go got ice tea and it's ongoing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one funny thing about Ice T is that he always is like surprised of everything that's happening. Yeah, Officer Tutuola or Detective Tutuola. Let's go down to Brooklyn find out what's going on. What the heck? I've never watched the Law and Order with him in it because I can't get past the iced tea. He's really good in it, though. Hey, he's pretty good. I, yeah, I, I know. But every time I see him, I want to go colors, colors. <laughs> 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 
has the other The other show that we highly recommend you guys watch is, uh, and you mentioned it, is Inlight TV Blue. And, but that's more of a cop procedural drama yeah. than a court show. Well, it's, it still deals with the law. You just you got know? Trump, dude. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. How are you? Judge has ruled. I'm just saying. NYPD Blue off the list. Everyone, judge. Judge, can I present? Can I present? How to get with murder? How to get away with murder as as an alternate replacement? That is. That is a good one. How to get away? I haven't watched it, but people love it. I haven't seen it either. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's great. Okay. Except, I have to except, watch it because okay. you said it. Yeah. Pause, yeah. pause. So I was I was sitting with a with a lawyer who told me she hated that show because uh because she wears colored dresses to to court and she's like you're not allowed to do that. Is that true? Like if I showed up if I showed up to court in a, in a red dress, dress <laughs> would I get kicked out? No. Yeah, put red lipstick on the. It, you know what? Honest. The honest. <laughs> what is proper court attire? Here's the thing. I want to the, know. The honest truth is that every judge determines what is proper court attire for their courtroom. Oh, okay. So in my courtroom, um, I don't care if you walk in without a jacket, but you better have a tie on. In some courtrooms, the judge doesn't care if you even have a tie on. Mm. So every judge has their own rule. Uh, there there have been judges who have gotten in trouble because they've told uh, female attorneys, uh, you can't wear pants because you know, you're a woman. Uh, and They've gotten in trouble for that, and they can't do that anymore. But what if what if, but what if it's the first time that you've seen them before? Do you just do you what, what do you do in those cases? Like for example, like first time the attorney didn't know. Well, I call them up and I say for um, next time. I say, do you have a tie somewhere near you? And they'll tell me they do or they don't. If they say they don't, I'll tell them uh, next time you have to wear a tie when you're in here. Oh, that's right. But I, you slap them, huh? But I've had I've seen other judges. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Just do walk that. by. Just, but but that's up to there and and you have to understand that we also have to be very uh, aware that some people are protected, believe it or not, uh, by the American Disabilities Act, and they have a medical reason not to wear a tie. Or, that makes sense. Or, or, and, and you can't ask them. So if they if they tell Salute, you I fine. have I have an ADA accommodation, that's the end of the conversation. You can't ask them well what is it why you know what's going on. So some people. Because of medical reasons, cannot wear certain things. Mm. But you I'm still, you shorts. still shouldn't show up uh, like ADA foo. Yeah, you still, you still <laughs> shouldn't show up like you just came off the street. Yeah, no. Got it. You know, I always tell people, yeah. uh, you <laughs> know, proof. like you're like you're going to church more than you're going to the club. Got it. It, it does yeah, make Louis, so no it does make heels. a big impression. Damn it! So if you guys are gonna be in front of Judge Hernandez, you better be wearing a tie or say ADA. <laughs> and I plead the fifth. Okay. <laughs> Well, we're gonna have to scratch out NYPD Blue because Judge Hernandez. I, uh, that's not a that's not a courtroom show. Well, yeah, no, right. no, but I, I mentioned law too. But oh, okay, okay. all right. All right, right. Yeah. Oh, let me see. Let me, let me see what the bike. <laughs> the practice. <laughs> I'm not asking you to show me anything else. Uh, what you about? Put, hold what on, about, hold on. I just want to note here that this says the practice hyphen James Spader. Did you mean Boston Legal? Not the practice. He actually started off in the practice. It was a spinoff, right? Yes. Okay. No, no. The Boston Legal was the spinoff of the practice. Yeah, of the practice. The yes. And and that and in our in our. Um, I always mix them up. Uh, Dermot <laughs> Dermot our, Mulrooney and what's the other guy? They look the same to me. Um, it's not Dermot Mulrooney. It's, they it's look up. the same. Yeah. Manchester yeah. United. Dylan McDermott. Dylan McDermott. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. Did you say Wayne so, Rooney? Wings? No, not Wayne Rooney. Why Rooney? <laughs> Um, yeah, the reason I put Jane Spader on there is because yes, he he when he came on the show because he wasn't at the beginning of the practice. Right, the practice I really liked a lot. I liked the practice. It was yeah. really really good show. Mm-hmm. And when James Spader came along, he I mean he he raised the level to that show even a little bit higher just because of his the way his 
character was. The, he could be smug, but you could still root for him. That was my experience with him. And 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 if you've seen James Spader, many people have seen James Spader now with Age of Ultron, because he's got that demeanor and the way he, you know, he speaks. He's now on the blacklist, uh, the black and it's list. the same thing. It's that charisma, the chemistry that it has with people, I think that, that carries him, or carries the show itself. So that's why I put... In, in hyphen James Spader because once James it, the show was good but when James Spader was on it I think it was even so better. so so your little asterisk is the practice but the James Spader makes it better episodes yes I think N- was, not anything pre James Spader well it was still good but I think I well, just you have to make to up your out. mind was it was it pre James Spader <laughs> or with James Spader yeah, there's a courtroom it's no it's maybes. with James Spader we'll okay. that there you go yes because then you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> of course convicted hundred years. <laughs> Life <laughs> without parole. No, no, no. That was, I didn't watch it with James Spader. I don't know because yeah. William Shatner. Then it just. But became, that's he wasn't in that. That was Boston, Boston Legal. Yeah. Counselor. When, when he was in James Spader, with he was yeah. interacting with um, Dylan McDermott, Dylan McDermott, and, Cameron um, Mannheim, and all yes, that the other guy. So the, the, and and they always clashed because he was always right most of the time. So have so you met your was, match, King of the Nerds? No, not yet. Not oh, okay. Yet. Well, yes, he's the judge. He's going to trump me all the time. <laughs> so, absolutely. But, yeah, that's why I had put down there. But since we were talking about these, what is your favorite? I like suits. Oh, suits. Oh, and that's recent, too. Yeah. I no, think it's been on. It's, it's what, three or four seasons now? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, but that's it, the because you know, the ones we've been talking about are oh, yeah, old, yeah, older shows. Kind of, yeah, I like Suits a lot. That's my favorite legal show right now. What is that show about? Because I know I've seen a lot on, on what is it, uh, USA, is it? USA, USA, yes. So the premise is uh, there's this high-powered law firm that only hires Harvard graduates because they're they're that you know they're that level that they only want people from Harvard, and this one partner uh, has to take on an associate and he doesn't want to, and somehow by coincidence uh, there's this young guy that ends up running into uh, into him at an interview while he's getting away from a bad drug deal. Oh, my God. Yeah, and so the, the dude has an edactic memory, so he can, you know, photographic memory, so he can remember everything. And he's he's never been to law school, but he's read every law book. He knows everything about law. And so the partner hires him on, and he pretend, he's pretending to be a Harvard-graduated lawyer. And so the, 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 sub, the subplot memory. is that there's... People are always going to find out that he's not. Re- he never went to Harvard Law School, and he's going to be found out to be a fraud, and everybody will be exposed. But the overplot is that he's a kick-ass lawyer, and and that they they go after like big cases. So well, yeah, so, so, I'm so, an didactic. Didactic, yeah. Or didactic. Yeah. So how? Italics. <laughs> I'm an italics lawyer. So how old were you when you stole the car? So, dude, <laughs> see, he's, he's starting to have like, hey, maybe that could be me. That could. You know? So yeah. So it's cool be because yeah, lawyer. he like, you know, he does things where he meets. Uh, they represent a hacker, and out of the kindness of her heart, she hacks the Harvard Law School database and throws them in as somebody who had graduated. But then there's an there's a, an episode where. Uh, there's a, a law school professor comes who doesn't remember him, and so there, it's always that constant battle. And there's certain people that know his secret, but it's a big secret because if anybody ever found out that he really wasn't a lawyer and was practicing law, people would be in a lot, a lot. Of so is, tense, dude! I love it. It's it, great. Is suits. this the last season for that one? No, I don't think it's so. It's gonna probably keep going. I, I don't know how long they can keep didn't that storyline. I've seen like the preview. I haven't watched the show, but I saw the previews for it. Um, they like reveal that they found out that you didn't. Yeah. You know what? They've managed to do that twice in two season um, 
finales where somebody finds out mm-hmm. and then the people who have found out have allowed it for the season to keep going. I guess if, it, and he was almost prosecuted one time, but it, it worked out. It always somehow magically works out. But there's these really interesting characters and interesting dynamics of, of characters. Uh, Harvey, who's the, he he's like the main character who's like this kick-ass, ruthless attorney who's the mentor. And Michael is the guy who does it, and then his fiance, and then the, the law firm partner. So there's a lot going on in the show. And there's a lot of, what I like is there's a lot of character development. And so you get to really see personalities of each of these lawyers and how they deal with stress and how they deal with the, the courtroom drama aspect of it. And, and you know, it, it's fun to watch. Nice. I enjoy it. What did you think of uh, Franklin and Bash? Never watched it. Uh, it was with Zach Morris and... Uh Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw, I, I saw the previous, but I never Franklin watched the show. Bash, no, I think is what it is. yeah, no. That that's pretty much it's like it. It's hard watching courtroom dramas for me though, because you know you're just like oh, you wouldn't do that, or nobody does that, or you can't be influenced. You know, <laughs> you can't be influenced. <laughs> Have you seen uh, the Good Wife? Because that seems to be a buzzing show right now. I've watched uh, a couple of episodes of it when it first started, but I couldn't get into it. I think that buzz is not. That buzz is probably gone on that show. Do you think Better Call Saul is like Saul Goodman is like the greatest lawyer ever? You know, I didn't. I have not watched Breaking Bad. (laughs) (laughs) I have not watched. I started to watch it. I started to watch it. Approach the bench, counselor. Listen, (laughs) people are falling over themselves here. I I started to watch season one. I started to watch season one. It was interesting, but here's the thing. For those of you who have children and busy lives, it's a show that's very difficult to watch when there's kids around. Mm. And oh, I, yes. I get to, I'm being an old man, getting to bed early. But I, I, will, <laughs> I will get to it. And people love it, and there was great things about it. Um, I don't know. It, it just wasn't one. I, I, it was, you know what it was? I, I chose Sons of Anarchy over, over Breaking Bad. Bad choice. Ooh. No, Sons of Anarchy was an awesome show. Judge Hernandez, because I'm going to be on his side. But yes, um, Sons of Anarchy was an amazing show. Bad. It was. It was great. It was an awesome show. It was. But, it was good about but, better than Breaking Bad? But no, I'm not going to say it's better than Breaking Bad. I do highly recommend that you, you try it. Because you, you're right. It's not a show you can watch with your kids around. Well, so, Sons of Anarchy was not a show you can watch with your kids around either. Oh, I grabbed my eight-year-old. We sat down. We laughed. We <laughs> Get out of here. It was great. <laughs> yeah. We had some bonding time. <laughs> Look. Yeah, right. No, but uh, you visit I, that horror. Honestly, <laughs> just visit it. Honestly, um, I'm gonna I, watch it though. No, I have it on my queue. Yeah, honestly, yeah, honestly, I think that um, Breaking Bad is probably, in my personal opinion, and a lot of ours, is probably one of the best, if not the best, TV show ever made. Simply because you see this this transformation of a guy who's a regular teacher into becoming. I mean, pretty much a kingpin. Yeah, kingpin at the end. And you see that transformation, and it's believable. You know what? And I'll give you that. I promise you, I'm going to watch it and we'll talk about it afterwards. Uh, I think I was having a hard time getting past him being the Malcolm in the Middle dad. Dude, yeah. Take Malcolm in the middle and just make him like that, that's really bad. I, that's where I was stuck. That's, oh. that's where I think where, where you're going to appreciate that once you stick with it. You're like, oh my goodness, this isn't the same guy anymore because you see everything he goes through and the transformation from that Malcolm in the Middle persona 
to where it becomes at the end. And you actually think like, man, Brian Cranston is amazing because he played comedy off of Malcolm in the Middle, and now he's doing like really dark stuff and Breaking Bad. So, dude, talk about character development. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely watch it. Definitely, definitely watch it. it. Because you mentioned it. Let's move over to um, top movies that that we like court movies. Make, I'm gonna make sure they're all court. Yes, are there court they're all movies? courtroom dramas? Yeah, all of them. And then we're gonna ask Judge Hernandez what his favorite court movie is or court drama. The West Wing. It's a TV show, dummy. No wait, that's not even that's not but even that's a, a courtroom po- drama. Political. It's a political. That's a political. Show. One. That's Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. Um. So we we had to put down uh, probably one of the most uh, iconic dramas, basically because of one scene that set that movie apart and I'm talking about A Few Good Men. Did you order the cold bread? <laughs> that one? Yes. <laughs> that one. <laughs> that one. In fact, A Few Good Men. In fact, uh, we're going to put that clip right here so you can hear Jack Nicholson in his iconic uh, tit for tat with Tom Cruise's character. Uh, one of the best courtroom exchanges ever. A moment ago you said that you ordered Lieutenant Kendrick to tell his men that Santiago wasn't to be touched. That's right. And Lieutenant Kendrick was clear on what you wanted? Crystal. Any chance Lieutenant Kendrick ignored the order? Ignored the order? Any chance he forgot about it? No. Any chance Lieutenant Kendrick left your office and said, the old man is wrong? No. When Lieutenant Kendrick spoke to the platoon and ordered them not to touch Santiago, any chance they ignored him? You ever served in an infantry unit, son? No, sir. Ever served in a forward area? No, sir. Ever put your life in another man's hands? Asked him to put his life in yours? No, sir. We follow orders, son. We follow orders or people die. It's that simple. Are we clear? Yes, sir. Are we clear? Crystal. Colonel, I have just one more question before I call Airman O'Malley and Airman Rodriguez. If you gave an order that Santiago wasn't to be touched, and your orders are always followed, then why would Santiago be in danger? Why would it be necessary to transfer him off the base? Santiago was a substandard Marine. He was being transferred. That's not what you said. You said he was being transferred because he was in grave danger. That's correct. You said he was in danger. I said grave danger. You said, is there any I recall what I I said. I can have the court reporter read back to you. I know what I said. I don't have to have it read back to me like I'm... Why the two orders? Colonel? Sometimes men take matters into their own hands. No, sir. You made it clear just a moment ago that your men never take matters in their own hands. Your men follow orders or people die. So Santiago shouldn't have been in any danger at all, should he have, Colonel? You snotty little bastard. Your Honor, I'd like to ask for a recess. I'd like an answer to the question, Judge. The court will wait for an answer. If Lieutenant Kendrick gave an order that Santiago wasn't to be touched, then why did he have to be transferred? Colonel? Lieutenant Kendrick ordered the code red, didn't he? Because that's what you told Lieutenant Kendrick to do. Object! And when it went bad, you cut time. these guys loose! Your Honor, you had Marcus inside the bony transfer. Your Honor, you doctored the logbook. Damn it, Captain! You coerced the doctor. Consider yourself in contempt. Colonel Jessup, did you order the code red? You don't have to answer that question. I'll answer the question. 
You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Who's gonna do it? You? You, Lieutenant Weinberg? I have a greater responsibility than you can possibly fathom. You weep for Santiago and you curse the Marines. You have that luxury. You have the luxury of not knowing what I know. That Santiago's death, while tragic, probably saved lives. And my existence, while grotesque and incomprehensible to you, saves lives. You don't want the truth because deep down in places you don't talk about at parties. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. We use these words as the backbone of a life spent defending something. You use them as a punchline. I have neither the time nor the inclination to explain myself to a man who rises and sleeps under the blanket of the very freedom that I provide and then questions the manner in which I provide it. I would rather you just said thank you and went on your way. Otherwise, I suggest you pick up a weapon and stand a post. Either way, I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Did you order the code red? I did the job. Did you order the code red? You're goddamn right I did. Just that scene itself, it just pretty much set that movie apart because of that. I mean, Jack Nicholson, I mean, he's just so commanding in that scene and just so intimidating in the way he goes. And, and just the way you would believe that if that character existed, that's exactly what he would do and say, yes, I ordered the cord red. You know, just the way he comes out with that, it's awesome. I can never forget Colonel Nathan Jessup, you know. He's it. So the next um, movie that we have on that list is Michael Clayton. Um, and only because um, I think that uh, George Clooney did, you know, you could make the argument that everybody else was weak, but I think George Clooney was really, really good in that scene, in that, in that movie. Um, and and just the way he played, I think that won some Academy Awards did too, didn't it? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I it's it one did. of those movies that I watched, but I don't remember what happened to it. I just, I just remember one, the old guy losing his mind and saying, "I am Sheba, the god of death." <laughs> I don't even remember that. Wasn't that from Braveheart? What? No, it was from Michael Clayton. Didn't have that uh, actress that kind of can look like a man, but isn't a man? Tilda Swinton. That's her. Yes. yes. Ronda Rousey. I think they make they make the they make the joke that uh, she's uh, Conan O'Brien's like relative or something because she could look like Conan O'Brien. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and I couldn't I could not not put this on the list. He's my cousin Vinny. That's a great movie, right? Yeah, absolutely. And for it being a courtroom drama, first of all, that's the uh, from the Munsters. That's Herman Munster who's yes. the judge. Yes, that's yeah. awesome in yeah. itself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's so it's so funny seeing uh, Joe Pesci trying to work around the legal system, but still keep his um, urban self. I guess you want to call it. You know, his in brand. it's funny in law school, both a few good men and my cousin Vinny were used in my uh, evidence class as examples of how to how to do something in court. Nice. Really? Like, okay, what specifically, my cousin Vinny, do you remember what... what uh, when she was introducing the expert on the tire tracks and laying a foundation of why she was an expert. Oh, maybe you could put that scene right here. What you do in your father's garage? Tune-ups, oil changes, brake relining, engine rebuilds, rebuild some trannies, rear ends. Okay, okay. 
But does being an ex-mechanic necessarily qualify you as being expert on tire marks? No. Thank you. Goodbye. Sit down and stay there until you're told to leave. Your Honor, Ms. Vito's expertise is in general automotive knowledge. It is in this area that her testimony will be applicable. Now, if Mr. Trotter wishes to voir dire a witness as to the extent of her expertise in this area, I'm sure he's going to be more than satisfied. Okay. All right. All right. Now, uh, Ms. Vito, being an expert on general automotive knowledge, can you tell me what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a four barrel carburetor? It's a bullshit question. Does that mean that you can't answer it? It's a bullshit question. It's impossible to answer. Impossible because you don't know the answer. Nobody could answer that question. Your Honor, I move to disqualify Ms. Vito as an expert witness. Can you answer the question? No. It is a trick question. Why is it a trick question? Watch this. Because Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four-barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing would be four degrees before top dead center. Well, oh. Uh... With that scene, exactly what you're talking mm-hmm. about. And it's actually an iconic scene in My Cousin Vinny where she, she pretty much uh, uh, blows up the prosecutor's case. Yeah, no, that's that, a, those, those are great movies. I like... Um, are you talking about Marissa Tomei? Marissa Tomei, absolutely. Mm-hmm. She won, a, Academy she won an award winner. At she Wizards won an Academy Team. Award for that yep, role. Yep, she did. Yeah, Primal Fear. That's that's one of my favorite ones. With Robert De Niro. No, no. that's uh, Richard Gere. Richard Gere. Oh, it's Fear. Richard yeah, Gere and Ed Norton. Richard or, Gere. Primal Fear. Is that where? Um, <laughs> wasn't that a video game? No. Primal dummy? Instinct. Yes. Dummy. No, that's where where he's like an East Coast attorney, <laughs> and Ed Norton is accused of murdering like some Catholic bishop. And he uh-huh. and he has this whole like reversal role, where he's this sweet, innocent, slow kid, and at, by the end he's like evil. You know? Yes, yes, I do remember that. So it's it's it came out a while ago too, didn't it? A couple years yeah. ago. Well, no, yeah, more. It's, not, it's at least ten years old. At least ten years old. Yeah. No, that's a great movie though. It if is, you haven't it watched is. that, that you should watch it. Is uh, is Primal Fear? That's what it's called. Oh no, I I, I want to just give. Uh, I think Atticus Finch is one of the. Greatest lawyers in film history. I just to want kill to a mockingbird to him. Yeah. To kill a mockingbird. Yeah. What about um, dude? What's the one with Matthew McConaughey and Samuel Jackson? Kill. Time yeah. to kill. Yeah. Have you seen that one? A time to oh, kill. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a good one. Do you yeah, that? they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, there's some Another great one, lawyer dude. movies. Uh, Twelve Angry Men, one of the best classic yes. movies ever. Oh, yeah. You know, you can't. I mean, that's the one. In, uh, that's an amazing movie. When you think about that movie. It's it all takes place in one room. Twelve guys in one room. That's all it is. Yeah. And it's all dialogue driven. There's nothing blowing up. There's no yeah. you know, sex scandal. There's no twist. It's just twelve guys just talking for an hour and a half. So if Michael Bay would have directed that movie, there'd be explosions all around that there room. There would be. It would have right? been explosions. Transformers popping out from behind the bathrooms. <laughs> right. 
but they're still <laughs> be in that room. And that movie won uh, uh, like the Academy Award for like movie of the year, too. The Twelve, 12 Angry Men. Yes, yeah. it did. Yeah, it did. It's yeah, a great nice. movie. So if you'd have to pick, what about the Lincoln Lawyer? Oh, that uh, was good too. That was the one where Matthew McConaughey was in the back of the car driving around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I I watched that movie. I don't remember too much. So that tells you. So that yeah. Tells you when I watch a movie and I don't remember a lot about it, it tells me that you know it wasn't worth remembering. I have gotcha. a question for for you, Judge, Your Honor. When Denzel Washington says, "It's not what you know, it's what you can prove," is that right? Absolutely. Criminals out there, take notes. Absolutely. <laughs> what about Philadelphia? Uh, that's a great movie too. Tom Hanks and Denzel. Denzel is one of my favorite actors of all time. But uh, no, uh, what you said, it's not, it's, sometimes it's not what you know, it's who you know, you know, that, that's, yeah. wow. from a judge. that's important. What about Ooh, liar, 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 liar? Oh, the Jim Carrey. Uh. Funny courtroom drama. Yeah. Can't, can never tell the truth. Right. Is that the one? Yeah. You know, no, you can't, can never you can't lie. lie. Can't lie. Yeah, oh, can't yeah. Lie. Can't lie. Okay. That's every oh, lawyer with the, can't tell the, with truth, the right? ID, with the ID, her ID was the, uh, said her actual age. Jennifer Tilly. That's her yes. name. Right? Okay. Yeah. I remember that movie. Yeah. yeah. So if you'd have to pick one, I know you said Prime Fear. Is that your uh, overall? No, if I had to pick one quarter movie that I could watch, oh, there's you know those movies that were when they're on, you just watch them. You know, for me, is uh, not an Adam Sandler movie. For me, <laughs> is Twelve Angry Men. Uh, I, I love that movie, but the but the number one is uh, definitely A Few Good Men. I could watch that movie over and over again. I think I know most of the lines of that movie. I think it was on AMC like yeah. twenty four hours today. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw that movie in a drive-in movie theater when it first what? came out. Well, pause. I was just watching uh, Godfather, and I think uh, Robert Duvall, like, as Tom Hagen. Oh, man, he's such a great role. Like, there's this one scene that I was like, man, he's so good, where uh, Kay, who's Michael Corleone's, like, significant other, comes and gives him, like, a piece of mail. And he says, I and can't goes, accept this. I legally can't accept it because in the court of law, they would assume that I know from his exactly. whereabouts. And I was like, man, this movie's so good. It's so <laughs> funny. It's so funny you mentioned that because today I watched, if you guys haven't watched this, the Godfather epic, oh, which is yeah. the seven-hour-long chronological version of Godfather 1 and 2 with added scenes that had been deleted. Oh, it wow. was, it Wait, was you amazing. watched that today? That I watched it? that today. What? I'm, I'm in the process of watching it. It was amazing. Wait, wait it's on TV or? The, it's on the, the, HBO Go. HBO Go. Uh, it was amazing. Damn. Yeah. Really? Have you have you tried any um like cr- criminal? Well, no, not criminal cases, but like celebrities. Have you had any like celebrities come by your courtroom? No. Can you say if you have? Can you even say it? Yeah, can you even say that? Yeah, I could, but no, I, I never the closest I ever got to a celebrity case was I represented a housekeeper that got that Lindsay Lohan hit um, Lindsay Lohan was driving, coming out of a parking lot and hit this lady and knocked the lady to the ground and I represented her for like a minute and it was right before I became a judge and so she went to another lawyer. But, but that was that was the allegation at least. I don't know whatever happened with it. Well, Your Honor, we thank you. We're running out of time for the show tonight. I know we had mentioned about the the beta court, but we're gonna we're gonna um, give that as a bonus episode. We're gonna post it up on Thursday. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna stop now with this show. We want to thank you for joining us. It was an awesome experience to have you here. It was a lot of fun. We thank you for accepting our invitation to be here with us. 
Thank my, you. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. I, and uh, You guys do a great job and, and entertain me, and uh, I look forward to hearing more of you. Hey, real quick, can you sign off on some tickets for me real quick? <laughs> I, could, I could sign them. They won't mean anything. <laughs> Can you help me build a resume to get a job as a judge or a lawyer? I don't have that much time, bud. Can I use you as a reference? <laughs> can I use you as a reference? You can use my alternative name. <laughs> can I friend you on Facebook? Uh, I already have too many friends. <laughs> well, we thank you for, for, for being here. Make sure you tell your other uh, judge friends to listen to us, too. <laughs> But no, we thank you. We we, we do. It's it's been an awesome time. We uh, thank everybody that's been listening to us today, and uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. Make sure you guys go ahead and go to our Facebook page, like our post, share it, tell other people about the podcast. Go to our Instagram and Twitter at at the Beta Report. And until next week, actually until Thursday, catch up on Thursday for a bonus episode of the Beta Report. For the Beta Report, I'm Jeff. I'm Uno. Big Lou. This is Jay. And the Honorable John Hernandez. Thank you, guys. Hasta la vista. Till next week.